Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Next Possession Sports Podcast. Two of us here back again. Um, you know, I wanted to have some music playing in the background, but YouTube might not let me uh, upload this video because I was going to have money, 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 money. <laughs> money. And the OJs. The OJs. Um, man. Hey, 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 wait. What, what was that uh, episode from Fresh Prince when Jeffrey thought he won a lottery? <laughs> I, like, I'm gonna buy the OJs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Pat Mahomes, you know, the, Pat Mahomes got paid. Paid. I'm, I don't even think that that word begins to describe what he got. Paid. Like, you know what? He didn't get paid. He just got generational wealth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, you know, his kids, his kids, kids, his kids, 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 um, are 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 set for life. Um, tw- twelve years total of what it comes out to be, um, mm. five hundred three million dollar contract. Uh, basically, a, a, a <laughs> that's so. Like I said, I'm, I'm gonna just call him. I'm gonna just call him Mr. Half a Billy. Like, <laughs> yo, you, yo, you know a contract is ridiculous when it make you get ugly when you hear it. Yeah, like, wait, no, 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 no. It it literally felt like the ShamWow commercial, like when the news is breaking, because like it was like, but wait, there's more. Like every time you would hear something, it was like, all right, you know, the fir- first news. Yeah, broke. Kept at, yeah, add to it. Just add into it. So first news breaks and ten year contract. So every you know, I think that alert, you know, had had us hitting the hitting the group chat like, yo, what are these numbers going to be like? Like it, it, it's got to be something with a four you know, in, in front of it. And the guarantee's got to be something, you know, at, at, at 200 million. Like, what what is it going to be? And you start hearing stuff, and, and, and then it comes out, you know, it's, it's 400 plus million. Um, you know, then, then they're saying he's got a $140 million injury um, uh, guarantee. Like, not overall guarantee, just an injury guarantee is 140 million. And then they say, oh, no, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not 400 million. It's, it's, it's 430. Then they come out and, and, and they're like, it's 477. And it's just like, oh, wait. Like, and they're like, it's now, like, when you wrap it up all, all said and done, it's $503 million when you add in what he set to make this year plus next year um, is about $26 million. And then, like I said, the contract being $477 million. Um, and his guarantees, like, it, it's really what makes it. <laughs> Like it's he 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 has like I mean fully guaranteed is as, as, as I believe um I, be, I believe about one eighty but then he has these guarantee mechanisms which was like a new word I felt like everyone started using once they saw Adam Shepard tweet it um but you know he has all these guarantee mechanisms built into his contract where really the way it's, it's structured is every year you know he gets that that um. He gets that, um, you know, if he, if he makes the roster base, he gets the roster bonus. And if you make the roster one year, it automatically guarantees the, his, um, his, his salary for the next season. So that's how that's really going to work, um, especially starting, I think, in like year five, like four or five of the contract. So he's getting paid. Yo, what I think he did, one, I, I, I think this is how his negotiations went. He probably walked in there. And he probably got a new agent. His agent probably uh, doubles as an auctioneer. 
So, um, so he, he started with that. Two, he, he, you know how sometimes players are pulled like uh, before the draft. Goes, hey, look, man, if if you, uh, if, if y'all draft me, I'm gonna go play baseball. He probably did that. He probably, hey, look, man, if y'all don't pay me, I'm gonna play baseball. That's when his auctioneer kicked in. I'm like, all right, four hundred, four fifty, five. All right, we, we can do that. No, no, not five. We need five hundred three. So that is a ridiculous amount of money. For a very long time. And what? Patrick was only, what, 23 years old? Um, uh, some, something ridiculous like that. But, yeah, like, well, when his contract is over, he'd be under 35. Right. And, you know, I will say this, you know, be on the lookout for probably a uh, an, an, an extension done, <laughs> which sounds crazy. Um, but, you know, an extension or a reworking of the contract done Probably in 2026, because um, in 2027 he is he he will have a cap hit of 60 million dollars that one season. He has a uh, a 10 million dollar base salary plus a 49.9 million dollar uh, um bon- uh, roster bonus, which will bring him to like 59.9 million dollar. Um, and then it kind of drops back down on the back end, end of that contract. But that, that's, that's the one huge year in this contract, which I think his, his agent was brilliant to set up, to set up that way, <laughs> to, to set it up that way, because it, it's going to force the Chiefs one way or another to likely have to come back to the, to the drilling board and sit down and talk with him again, as opposed to saying, hey, you signed this 10-year deal, which averages out to be $42 million per year. Like, deal with it. I don't care what the, you know, the contracts are going for six years from now. Like that year alone is going to make them say, all right, we might need to work, rework this out whether they want to or not. Does he have a trade clause in there? No trade clause? Um, I haven't read that portion, but I would, I would almost without a doubt believe that that has to be included in there. I, I couldn't see how, hey, how him or his I'm, agent would, would, would let that, would let that go without without putting that in. Hey, at this point, you know, that next contract, um, he, he has to get my minority ownership. What can you offer at that point? <laughs> After you did this, you got to get minority ownership at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I don't, I, I don't even know, man. Like, I was um, – it's, 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 it's crazy. I, I don't even – I don't really even know, like I said, where where to begin. Um, it's absolutely crazy. What I do know is that um, uh, JJ Watt uh, immediately kind of tweeted the eye emoji um, and tagged uh, um, uh, Deshaun Watson. Watson, you know, to kind of say, you know, you're you know you're next. Let's see what kind of deal deal you're able to now secure. Now that this has kind of happened. Um, you know, I don't expect gonna be any, like that. <laughs> I don't expect any quarterback to 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 obviously sign a ten year, four hundred seventy seven million dollar contract, um, the way he did. Uh, but at the end of the day, it 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 raises the floor. Um, so if he's getting if he's getting forty million, um, per year or averaging at forty two million dollars per year, and the next highest paid quarterback is thirty five, um, you know, I, I feel like it start it now starts everybody else out at like thirty seven, thirty eight. Like, yeah. like like your top quarterbacks. So now before but, where where you might have been saying, okay, but Russell's only picking 35, maybe we can get, we can try to get you maybe a little under that or close to it or 
you know, add an extra year, but at the same amount and, and, and kind of make you the, the overall, you know, highest paid quarterback. That, that highest paid quarterback thing, no one's getting – normally, like, every year the next person gets it. You're not touching that anymore. Um, nah. But but, but mm-hmm. you're going to try to land somewhere in between, um, you know, a Russell Wilson and his contract. So, no, you're not getting that contract, but this does help Dak Prescott and 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 um, and and Deshaun Watson for their negotiations. Um, and you know, I don't, I still think Russell Wilson is in ceiling because uh, to negotiate anything closer we have, like you got to do what Patrick Mahomes did in a short period of time. Like he, he's only coming to the fourth year of his contract. So one, you got to not start the first year. You got to get MVP the second year and win a Super Bowl the third year, and then do everything you did. So I think it's, it makes it hard to negotiate with anybody because, like, hey, look. Mahomes getting this, like, yeah, but you ain't did half of that. Mm-hmm. Well, so I think, like, well, these well, accomplishments well, built into it. Well, here's the thing: the only, I think I think there's one quarterback in the near in in in, in the very near future. I'm talking I'm talking mm-hmm. next offseason, potentially um, that yep. will be able mm-hmm. to come close to that, and that's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, because he's kind of following on that same trajectory. Um, obviously, Super Bowl Super Bowl MVP is really what will be needed to really make him on that same exact trajectory, but, you know, second year MVP of the season, really taking the lead by storm, um, you know, making it a nightmare for teams to be able to, pre- to prepare for you. The only other thing I think I really think is, is, is really holding uh, Lamar Jackson back from what Mahomes has is Mahomes just has the superior weapons around him. Not that Mahomes isn't a better quarterback, but Lamar Jackson doesn't have the same talent on the outside that, that that Mahomes has. But Lamar Jackson is going to be one of those quarterbacks that you're going to see also break the bank um, um something crazy when it's when it's his turn. Yeah, and if you know when it comes to negotiating, they're really going to uh, it depends on how you develop as a passer this year. Because it, it, you know they are going to use it as uh as a I mean, way not to say all that develops, but like you said, I I can develop as a passer better if you give me if, if you give me better options. Nah, no, no, no. I, no, I, I definitely agree. I, like you know, when you're talking negotiations, people come with any excuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but like I said, yeah, Casey, so, but, but definitely. Yeah. With Casey having you know Hill and, and Miko and Sammy and, and 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 then and then one of the best titans in the game and Kelsey, like you add all those players and then you go on the other side and it's Hollywood. Like, Speaking of which. <laughs> It's going to be very interesting to see how the Chiefs shape their roster over these next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got somebody making that chunk of money. Um, you have to draft really well. So You have to draft you know, really I, well. I, but, you know, I, I, hold on real quick. I was, I was going to, like, after the Super Bowl, I'm thinking, like, all right, Andy Reid probably like another two, three years. But with this contract, you got to have somebody as smart as Andy Reid um, at, at your head coach uh, and making the move because – you you, you got to hit home runs every time. The good thing is, I say this: like, say one, I don't think any reason now retiring until this contract's over, because if <laughs> because well, because let's be honest, if 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 you're Andy Reid, you know you never won a Super Bowl before this. Now you get the now you get now you get to win a Super Bowl, and you do it with a quarterback that's this young, and is on is 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 is, is on a crazy trajectory to, to 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 be the goat, to be the greatest quarterback of all time. You're not mm-hmm. backing out of that. Like, like you have a quarterback that is prime who has shown, like, if if you had to bet money on one player winning multiple champion Super Bowls or even one Super Bowl over 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 the next five years, like he he he's the guy you're putting your money on. 
So there's no way you now retire from that. I don't really care how old you are. The, the, the love and I feel like the passion of the game is, is, is too strong for Andy Reid to begin with. And now you have this talent sit, sitting right here. Like you're not, you're not giving it up and letting anybody, be, anybody else be able to, to, um, to reap those benefits. So yeah, I, don't, I think the Super Bowl and and the, and this contract probably just reignited yeah. his passion. If if any Reid did say, you know what, I'm good. The the thing is, I think with Pat Mahomes there, they'll be able to get whoever they wanted to, and 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 that's from a current team or a free agent coach. They will be able to get whoever they wanted. Um, he 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 helps he helps mask a lot of holes when you can erase leads the way he does. Like think of. Just think about that. Like we talked about the Super Bowl the last episode, you know, with, with San Fran giving them that lead. But let's talk about the Houston game. They were down 24 0. 24 0. And that quarterback embraced that lead like that. Yeah, like in a quarter. Yeah. So when when you had that ability Wait, and weren't they down a Titans game too? They were they were down a Titans game. So like I say, and, and you have you <laughs> No lead is safe when you have him on the other side. And and because of that, you know, there's obviously ultimate players who are going to want to go make a, you know, to, to go get paid. But you can kind of see them become maybe New England of the AFC West and, and be able to get, you know, these 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 older players on contracts that they probably won't sign with any anywhere else. Because people are going to want to go want to go get a championship or a lot of one-year deals, you know. Two-year two deals, but with a with with a with the team option for the second to kind of help extend, you know, soften up the salary cap, uh-huh. and all that stuff. Like you're going to see a lot of those things that they can continue to draft well, and and the good thing is you see like they they don't need a lot on defense. Like it's it's it, it's crazy. It, it's crazy what they're going to be able to potentially do. They have them secure, and if the if the cap grows more than what teams even expect, then everyone's really in trouble. Yeah, and to build on your point about um, getting veterans, Mahomes is about to get, you know, people all, everybody want to play with Michael Vick. It's probably, that's my new thing now. Like, man, I'm, I'm trying to play with Mahomes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to take his veteran minimum, go over there and get me a ring, Listen, like a ride off in the sunset. And, and you so got, I, I think that, that that's about to start happening soon. And, and you got legends coming out. I mean, Randy Moss just came out and said if if he played with Mahomes, he would he would have 30 TDs in a year easily. Oh. And, this, and this is somebody who played with with Brady, and and they set yes. and they set records. So, like for him to come out and say that because Mahomes' arm is 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 next level. Like his his arm power, his strength, like every, he has he has it all. And then and then the mobility aspects of it, and 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 be able to kind of throw from any kind of angle, any kind of position. So it's it's crazy. I just wanted to say, you know, before we move on to the next topic, one last stat, right? I think for a lot of people it was a, it was a shock, but there have been ten-year contracts in the NFL before. There have been five. All quarterbacks. Drew Bledsoe signed a ten-year deal for one hundred three million dollars in 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 one. Brett Favre signed a ten-year deal for a hundred mil in one. Then you had Culpepper and and and, and McNabb both signed. 10-year deals for about that 100 and, and, and 110 range. Then you had Vic, who was the last 10-year deal before Mahomes, who signed a 10-year deal, $130 million. Those Wait. five. Wait. The one with Vic, what, what team was that with? 
That was with the Falcons. That was 03. Okay. I think he signed he's uh 03, 05, something like that. But that was with the Falcons. That was mm-hmm. his, his hundred million dollar contract. Um, but those five contracts were five separate 10-year deals in the early 2000s, so not that long ago, was totaled $550 million. <laughs> Mahomes by himself <laughs> signed a five, signed a 10-year, you know, 477 or 12-year, five, whatever you want to say. But that's just kind of putting it in that perspective, like he almost signed as much as those five quarterbacks combined um, is, is, is crazy. Yeah, I think it right was crazy. And just thinking about um, roster structure, I think over the next couple of years, it's going to be, you're going to see, uh, I think, Tariq Hill probably on his last contract with um, the Chiefs. Uh, I think once they run out, they're going to start playing a comp pick formula with everybody um, yeah, and, exactly. and, and drafting draft to replace just because you, you have to. You can't really afford to pay anybody else. No, they're going to, like I said, they're going to have to hit on their on their rookie deals and be able to get four to five, four years. I couldn't even say five years because that's only going to count for the for the for those first year draft picks. But they're going to be able to get four solid years on these rookie deals um, to really be able to obviously offset the, the the amount of money that that he that he's taking up. Um, you know, Sammy Watkins probably on his last you know year of his deal. Um, so, what it, they got two more years to play with this year and next year. Yeah, but but this year is really already a wash because your your, your roster is basically is basically set. So it's mm-hmm. really only one more next year, and then after that, you really start getting into that new contract money. So, mm-hmm. all right, we we didn't so cover in the home. Who are we gonna talk about next? Um, <laughs> and Joku. Oh yeah, David and Joku requested a trade. Um. I guess I, I mean, we, we put the poll on the uh, on the page, and so what, what was the results of that? Um, you know what? Let me see if I can pull those results up real quick. Because uh, I mean, and there, I mean, there are a lot of teams who need a tight end. Who and you know, Joku definitely got the talent. This his production never matched it, but also he hasn't been in Cleveland, which we've seen, and he and he just got a competent coach. <laughs> But they did they did sign Austin Hooper and they did sign um I mean they did draft uh Harrison Bryant. So I'm not really so, sure I'm not really sure what happened as to why he requested this trade, but Well, I can I can definitely speak I can definitely speak to that. Um if, if you want me to speak to why he re- why he requested the trade. Um, I mean I mean it's it's obvious, but like why wait till now? Um, you know, definitely obviously you know, to 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 maybe why wait till now, but um, you know, Maybe it's just conversations he's kind of had with some of the coaching staff or, or maybe lack of conversations he expect to have from the coaching staff to kind of say, you know, we still, we still value you and we're going to – we still plan to highly include you. When you not only sign Austin Hooper in, in offseason, but then you also draft a tight end in the draft in Harrison Bryant, he's got to be sitting there and thinking like, well, like what am I, like, what am I here? Like, like, do you guys not have faith in me? What's going on? Um, so I'm sure he had a lot of questions as to that. And maybe he just didn't get the answers that he that he wanted to from I'm saying, because they, they definitely came out and said they, they're gonna use all three tight ends. Yeah, but like uh, uh, a public statement and you know, in-depth conversations with with your coaches are probably two different things. Like it's mm-hmm. it's the like they gotta come out and say they're gonna they're gonna use them all. If if they came out and said we're looking to trade one of them, like then then 
they just killed whatever trace like they even they even could have had in him to begin with. So, you know, definitely interesting to see see him, him kind of speak up. You know, the timing of everything, but maybe he felt like now was best. Maybe maybe that's what his agent told him to kind of wait. This is when we can probably get you know the most the most value for you or the most interest for you if we kind of wait right before the season starts. So, um, you know, we we did put that poll up um, on our on, in our Facebook group. You know that he has requested to be traded and. You know, being on year four of his five-year deal, the Browns did pick up his fifth-year option. Um, what team out there um, that people feel uh, either he would go to or will be the best fit with? Um, you know, we listed a few teams, uh, the Bills, the Saints, the Cowboys, the Texans, the Colts, um, the Packers, the Bengals, Cardinals, you know, a lot of teams. Um, but the two teams that got split um, for, for, for a tie of first were the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. Mm. And I mean, I think I instantly hit you know the group chat and told you guys as as much of a, a Cowboys fan as I am and 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 would love to have a, a weapon like Njoku in Dallas. Um, I think I, I think I hit the group chat immediately and said I think Cam just found his tight end. <laughs> like we talk, New England needs a New England needs uh, an upgrade at tight end, and he's sitting there. Um, I like like that's the one to me that that just seems to fit so seamlessly right now with with need, um, you know, with Cam and, and his uses of tight ends over his years uh, on that QB. So that's that's one that intrigues me and major because I want to see Cam do so well um, um next year. Yeah, I was um yeah, I was thinking about it. You know, the Patriots don't have a cap, and I thought about it. Uh, and Joker, he's only in the fourth year of his deal. He's not making that much money. In the fifth year, that's when he makes the most money. And they they have a ton the of Patriots money. Have a, they, they have a lot next year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, 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 would like, I would like to see that. Um, you know, pairing with Cam Newton, put him in Josh McDaniels' offense. Uh, I think that is very well. Hopefully, we can finally get everything we expected out of David and Joker being the first round pick out of Miami. So, yeah, I, I definitely would like to see him, see him there. Um, I don't want to see him in Carolina. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. Just don't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to see him in Carolina because I don't think Carolina has any chance of making the playoffs or things of that nature. But, I mean, it's still a team that has a need for that position. And, you know, we try to put some teams in, uh, with need uh, there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, another team that, um, you know, we, we, we were big fans of their offseason, and you're actually a big fan of their potential for this upcoming season, the Arizona Cardinals would be a, a very fun team for him to land on, if you're asking from. Uh, yeah, it, it would. I just – they don't use a tight end like that. They don't – that's because they don't have a Njoku, though. But, <laughs> but, no, but, no, but on top of that, Kingsbury, he likes to go uh, four wide, like, like this um, – well, whatever offense he went, I forgot. But like he likes going four wide a lot. That's why they didn't use. Um, they had Charles Clay, who's not, not a pushover either, and they didn't throw him the ball like that last year. Yeah, but we'll see. He also he he's also had his share of drops, um, which is gonna, which I wonder if that if that drives you know the, the trade value down a little bit. Um, mm. I think he had the highest drop rate for tight ends last season. Um, oh, I, I actually, I actually, <laughs> I actually, I actually read. Um, um, that stat while, you know, uh, shortly after he had demanded to be traded, um, somebody was posting, you know, you know, his, some of his, you know, some of his inefficiencies, uh, um, over, over the years. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, 
And a place I thought was intriguing, but I don't think they trade from just because they like the Titans they have is uh is Buffalo. Um, one they, yeah, I, I thought it good, but they really like Dawson Knox, who did have a good year this past year. But I think that is that's also an intriguing spot for them as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I said, I think I think I think for someone like him, there's a lot of places that he can go to that you interested kind of just be intrigued what what he can kind of bring to you know to those offenses. So. Um, it's definitely, definitely one to watch. Um, and you know, while I don't really think that Raheem Mostert gets traded just because you demand a trade, like this isn't the NBA where, you know, if, if your star demands a trade, then, then they're likely traded <laughs> in the NFL <laughs> players don't have, um, a lot of, uh, a, a lot of say so a lot of power. I'm, I'm in that regard, um, all the time. And, and sometimes it does just take, you know, that, you know, a, that great deal from another team to kind of convince and not just your words, but because of, because of their off season moves and, 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 and they have what they need to kind of move on from him. He's actually someone I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if they were traded before, you know, before the season started. Mm-hmm. But, um, but speaking of, um, hey, I'm not going on. Speaking of season starting or potentially not starting, um, you know, big news to uh, today um, was that the Ivy League um, has officially canceled fall sports for the upcoming season, making them the first uh, Division One conference to do so. Um, if, if 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 you recall, um, back in early March, uh, the Ivy League were the Ivy League conference was the first conference to um, cancel their men's conference uh, a tournament uh, to determine um, what team would, would go into the big dance and uh, or into March Madness and basically said, you know, the team that won our regular season is going to be the team that advanced and not the team that goes through the tournament. They received a lot of, um, you know, they caught a lot of stuff for that decision. Um, a lot of people did not like that, that that's the, 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 um, the way that they were deciding to go, um, you know, that they were canceling this due to the, you know, the potential rise of COVID. And then two days after that, you had the situation where um, uh, Rudy Gobert had, had, had tested positive for, um, uh, for the coronavirus. And you just kind of had the domino effect from, uh, from that point. You had the NBA, uh, the NBA pause, pause play. You had the ACC tournament um, pause. Uh, pause were basically canceled their tournament. I think they only they got two nights in, and then they had to cancel. And then obviously no March Madness, and we really haven't had sports since then. So for them to be um, the first conference to to say we're not we're not going to have any fall sports, you know, it's been a fear of mine as a, as a college football fan of not having a season. But I think with them doing this, is it, to me, it's kind of the writing's on the wall and Potentially only going to see the other conferences uh, uh, follow suit as well. What, uh, what do you think, Kamal? Um, I'm still waiting to see because Ivy League is Ivy League. People, people go to school there for different reasons, um, most of which being academic. And uh, I don't – I mean, they, they don't get a whole lot of TV time. And so, granted, I mean, sports do bring a lot of money out. People are going – they still gonna have a high enrollment just because they are Ivy League schools, mm-hmm. and but the, but you got different schools where like you got like 
multi-million dollar programs like uh, you know Alabama, LSU, SEC, um, and, and the Big Ten conferences like that. I think those would take more decisions. Like it would take more time to make a decision on, uh, just because of how much money it is. So, I. All right. Because because it's, because it is a money driven country, I can't say the writing's on the wall. Yeah, I, like while while I agree with you and the selfish fan in me, like I said, wants nothing more to see, you know, my team and and to see the rest of the teams take take the field in in the fall. Um, while it's a money driven um, society, the the thing that I think that they'll they have to wrestle with. Is not is not just you know what's going on and 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 the safety of the players. It's the fact that if campuses are shut down and you're doing virtual learning, then how 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 are the football how is the football team allowed to come and be on campus and things of that nature? So I think are they are they student athletes with with student being the the key word that comes first, or are they there to make you money? And be, being the fact that they don't pay them, and and there is that fight. Um, I think that that's what's kind of um, going to be what's delaying this because they have to make the right decision. And I, I think they're waiting for to find out what the schools are going to do and if there's any way that they can actually have schools on campus and bring kids back. Because if they can, even if you can't have kids in the – and if you can't have fans in the stadiums, then you can at least have games. But if not, to kind of treat them the same way, you know, the NFL is going to treat their players or the NBA is going to treat their players, it's different when they're not professional athletes. Yeah, but um, right. I mean, I think that that's a different conversation. So many ins and outs of that one. But like, just as far as just uh, a social distancing standpoint, if you have everyone who is uh, virtual learning online, you have student athletes there on campus, then they're not interacting with as many people. And so they could keep them in, in kind of like a bubble. But like, so it's it's different nuances of it. So I, like I said, I, I I don't know. We've seen so many things just because of everything money related so mm-hmm. because i've seen it and while a lot of decisions have, have been disappointing um i just i don't know i, I mean these yes, next few I, weeks are going to be very telling because we're, we're getting closer and closer to the season um as far as spring practice well we're past spring practices now but as far as like camp starting and stuff like that because uh what we're about the middle of july and you know they typically go by the end of july so uh, I'm, 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 I'll just have to wait and see. I can't make. Yeah, it. I mean, definitely. Um, yeah. I, I saw a, uh, I saw a quote for Jim Harbaugh, and I'm trying to see if I can if I can pull it up. But to kind of paraphrase, um, he basically said, um, you know, he was he was kind of basically saying that he he still he still sees a season this year. Basically, kind of saying like, no expert um, is saying that there's is saying that they shouldn't play. Um, kind of being his his reasoning. So. So we'll see how we'll see how that goes, but um, yeah, he said. Uh, let's see, Jim Harbaugh. That's another one, but yeah, I don't know. Like, like he's basically saying, like you know, that there isn't any experts saying right now that there shouldn't be uh, college football, even though I don't know if that's on on the top of some of those experts' um, <laughs> agendas. But that was kind of his his reason behind why he feels the season will still could still possibly continue. Yeah, and then I don't know. There's so much for this, but we you know the, the thing that you have in college you don't have in NFL is that you have so many players in college. So is I mean you you, you have like a fifth string quarterback. <laughs> so um, so I think that it, it, it's a just a tad different there. But mm-hmm. also uh, it's 
don't know. It's, it's so many unknowns with this. But the one thing, one point I do want to make is that I think that if the season does start, that it'll be a lot more like conference games, a lot more like Division One, Division One game, not not Division One, Division One Double A, because their, oh, their program and their, and their budget is set up very differently. So I think is it might be like a shorter schedule, but more like Division One, Division One game. Yeah, no, no, definitely. But you know, if if there is no season, I think the most interesting thing of all is going to be the draft next next year for the NFL. And 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 watching these teams and their scouts, you know, have to go through tapes and you know really come up come up come up with their big boards, especially for um, you know, obviously your 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 top players that were just too young to enter, you know, your Trevor Larson of the world, your Justin Fields you know, where they fall, but even even those other quarterbacks that maybe would have moved but weren't able to kind of put on, you know, their junior or senior year to show their growth, you know, what what teams are able to scoop them up, you know, maybe as stills because they're going to fall further. It's, it's going to be it's going to be something, something that's definitely going to be interesting to watch uh, if, if there is no football this year, how how it impacts the draft next year. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's going to be crazy. Like, how, I mean, obviously, players won't lose a year of eligibility, so I think there will be a lot of players that will go back to college to kind of get that extra year of film. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's going to be other players who, you know, like I said, like you said, like a Trevor Lawrence who couldn't come out last year and is not going to risk going back to college uh, before coming out. So. I also wonder if there's even going to be seven rounds of a draft next year. If there's no college football this year, like could it be a could it be a shortened draft? Like like what if it's only four rounds? Like so it's it's so many possibilities, um, so many different ways. Could like, be a longer so, draft. What'd you say? It could be a longer draft. Yeah, yeah. Like they 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 argue for um. But there were ten rounds this picks. year. They yeah. picks this year because they didn't have chances a uh, chance to. To you know, to, to to bring players in for workouts and all of that. So, who who knows? It's it's that's that's that, that'd be something else to watch, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. That's all I got. All right. You got anything else? That's it, man. Cool, man. Well, always good chopping it up. Back for some more, and catch y'all next time. <laughs>